recording. Mm-hmm. As of right now. All right. <sighs> okay. So when I was in middle school, I thought I had a really cool idea for a movie. <laughs> I thought it would be really cool <laughs> if they had a whole movie about wizards just talking to each other about wizard stuff. There was no plot. It was just wizards having conversations. I believe the idea of the movie was wizard conversations. <laughs> Someone at the lunch table I was with, um, when upon hearing this idea, said it was the gayest thing he had ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> turns out, it turns out they made a wizard conversations movie in the meantime. So I have no idea Honestly, who was is listening is, in. You could probably... You could probably do a better Wizards conversation movie. I, you know, I, I, I try not to be arrogant, but I, I probably could do a better Wizard conversation yeah. movie yeah. than this one. I believe in you. I don't, I don't think that your Wizard conversation would consist of ASA, uh, fucking orcs and shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cool they got the entire cast of Breaking Bad in this to be the villains. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. So, folks, this is the big one. This is Max Landis's... I'm just going to state my claim here. The phrase masterpiece is a value-neutral term. <laughs> Obviously, we think masterpiece being a, like a, like a, a, a five-star work, you know, what, like an author's crowning achievement. But I think that we need to reconsider what a masterpiece can be. A masterpiece can be mediocre or bad or even unwatchable. But as long as it is the perfect distillation of an auteur's vision then i think that the title applies and bright is without question max landis's masterpiece i think so it's it's his masterpiece yeah it is his masterpiece this is what we have been looking for esther this is finally the glimpse into his fucking mind. <laughs> this is the Rosetta Stone to understanding him. This is everything we could have asked for and more. It is, at long last, after so many movies and videos and horrible skits, we have finally seen what Max Landis is capable of at full power. <laughs> and it is truly something to behold. God damn. It, I mean, my God, he, it is. He was it paid $3.5 million for this script. Yep. Just for the just just yep. to hand it over. Yep. It was a it was a spec sale. It was not commissioned. It was a spec sale. It was one of the biggest in history. Netflix tried to build a franchise out of this, actually. Yes, they did. Oh, by the way, we should introduce our guest. Um, and I don't yes. usually do that for uh, a few minutes because it breaks the flow of our intro. But uh, we've got... Um, if any of you are fans of the Sister Podcast, those good old-fashioned values, you know Cole, Java Jigga, Netscape. I've been here. I've been around. Netscape, Nathan, very well. But um, if you're just a fan of this show, uh, then you probably have not seen Cole around. Except for uh, your wonderful tweet about um, uh, my T'Challa, that one, that one <laughs> um, incredible post that felt like I was being kicked in the back of the head by a horse. Um, uh, I'll, I'll have to retweet that one when the episode drops. I was, uh, I, yeah. I, I, I go back to that one every every so often. Yeah. Did that get brought up on this podcast? I haven't no. actually. No, but we we I, uh, I I I just wanted to say that one got enough traction that uh, our f- fans of this show might have seen it, even if they don't listen to the other one. And yeah, that I think that's the one tweet that I want to be remembered by. Um, yeah, we okay. So I knew that we had to bring in since this movie deals pretty heavily with topics of race. I needed to bring in a person, yeah. you know, a person from like a you know a, a different background than my own someone who has you know experience with the stuff so esther as a jew <laughs> what did you think of the elves in this movie you know my people have suffered enough uh without being compared to the most beautiful strong um successful uh race in a fantasy world i'm tired yeah. of it you know, yeah, the the elves, you know, they they control the world in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so funny that the elves are bankers. Yeah, <laughs> yep. it's insane. 
It's awesome. They even wear like uh, they like they they wear like gold chain. Like it's it's oh my god! Everything about this movie is just yeah. It's insane. Like they literally wear their wealth on their sleeves. Yep. So bright was Max Landis's brilliant idea to yeah mix all of his obsessions and throw them into one pot. They the he has all of his nerd culture interests like Lord of the Rings. He he wants to make a buddy cop movie because the buddy cop movie is like the Hollywood screenwriter brats like bread and butter. You know, it's what brought Shane Black to stardom. It is what you write if you're a hungry screenwriter and you really want to just like sell a fucking script. It's like one of the most go-to models in the world. And he puts that in there too. He's trying to comment on race and have some level of social and class conscious awareness in it too which he handles terribly but max landis has always tried to step outside of his comfort zone in that area and nowhere else in his life he is going yeah he's going outside of the box so far outside there's not even a box in this movie there's like yeah Yeah, no it's 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 incredible. It's this is just the perfect gem of his mind, and honestly, I mean, it helps that we watch this right after Victor Frankenstein, which is way worse than this. But um, you, um, I haven't seen Victor Frankenstein. It's, but it's like, like imagine if this was boring, basically. Yeah. Like, oh man, the the idea that there's worse movies out here. Oh no, the same person. I think there's at least two or three Max Landis movies that are worse than this one. It's oh, quite man. possible. Only... I, I think this might be the, this is the second best one we've watched. Honestly, yeah, it's not as good as yeah, Chronicle, it, but. It's not as bad as like anything else. I think I think I was less annoyed by uh, Mr. Wright just because of the Sam Rockwell of it all. He like you know again he if we, if we can break down individual components, Sam Rock it goes like Chronicle, Sam Rockwell's part in Mr. Wright, then Bright, <laughs> then uh, the other stuff, then Victor Frankenstein, and then way way in somewhere in like the depths of hell is Anna Kendrick's part in Mr. Wright. <laughs> so there oh, we go. Man. That's that's the definitive ranking so far. And it is it's just like I, I can't hate this movie because I'm in awe of it. I'm in awe of the sheer <laughs> I can I can do I can do plenty of hating for you. I that's can... fine. But like I just like want to bow down before this movie more than anything <laughs> because it's like it, it's a real it's like Max Landis's Heaven's Gate. It's like his just everything he could have ever yeah. dreamed for, and it all came tumbling down. And you know what the funniest fucking part of it is? You know what the funniest part is? Five days ago on his YouTube channel, where he is still quite active, he made oh, a video. Oh, so active. He made a video addressing why he kind of disowns Bright as it exists. You know? Since there, there was that famous tweet he made, in the famous interview he says mm-hmm. that... You know, if done well and if done right, Bright could be my Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Which and it was. He he. It wasn't the Star Wars that he hoped. Yeah. But he managed to make the perfect like think piece yeah. generator that it, Star Wars is now. Yeah. It's a really funny video because he. The whole video is him being like, "All right, I didn't mean when I said that Bright would be my Star Wars. I didn't say it. W- I didn't mean that it would be as good as Star Wars. I meant that I thought mm-hmm. it would be as popular a-, a franchise as Star Wars. And it's like that's not less ridiculous, honestly. <laughs> like yeah. you yeah. thought the and fucking movie about to George Lucas. Yeah, you thought the movie yeah. about like orc cop racism was going to be as big a franchise as Star Wars. You thought like families were going to be lining up on Christmas. <laughs> to see the new yeah. racist orc cop movie. Yep. Oh man, I I I, I Just don't know. The arrogance. Yeah, no. One thing that's frightening about that video is like you know in the in the <laughs> we've watched a lot of Max Landis videos and you see the kind of evolution of him. And in, in the death of Superman stuff, you know he's so obnoxious, so fucking irritating. Yeah. He's got this like, mm, I'm, and that's I'm probably like my favorite stuff. Max Landis. Yeah, he's he's got this like smug nerd arrogance. And yeah. then in the in the in the um, Star Wars videos, it's a uh, it's mania. It's like you know, deer in a headlights, just fucking. He 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 is looking and acting like Henry Hill in the last twenty minutes of Goodfellas, <laughs> just like. 
pure mounting paranoia and stress. Like you could see the devil in his eyes in those videos. And in this it's honestly, one, it's kind of astonishing that he's made himself so insane and unlikable that like no fringe political movement has tried to even like pick him up at all. No, like the, the nerd, the nerd, like fucking men's rights guys don't fuck with him. You know, he's not going on geeks and gamers. Yeah. Like the dime square cancel culture people don't want to fuck with him. Well, uh, about that last one. Um, actually, he, uh, he kind of produced one of their movies. Oh, fuck. Oh, God yeah. damn it. Look, look forward to that episode. Um, that bonus. As a matter of fact, I think, I think he might be too nerdy to really be like a main staple of that group, but I think that the teal buff is he could trying find to be a like way the, to him. The shadow, the shadow nerd behind the whole. I think oh, that fuck. Max Landis and our good friends at Dime Square could find a way to link up pretty soon once again. Would not be surprised. I, d- I don't know yeah. how he managed to find yeah. himself a, a worse, like, position in life than YouTube rapist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, listen, I, it, for a group of people that, like, their only sustenance in life is how mad they imagine other people will be at everything they do. Um, I'm sure, like, they are salivating for the chance to, like, post a selfie with Max Landis because, oh my god, oh, the, yeah. the triggering that would ensue. Which is funny because he looks he looks and acts like he, like, the quintessential soy That's guy. the thing. Like, I think that's yeah, why. That is, like, the, the core contradiction yeah. of him. Like, he is too soy for the right-wing guys, and he is, like, too nerdy for the post-left guys. Yeah. Exactly. He is a hundred percent all of those things, and oh man, he it's it's incredible. But what's really incredible is in the new video he posted, he is like shockingly not insane seeming. Like he is like he's acting very normal and presentable. Like he he he's acting mm-hmm. like he's at a job interview, which is <laughs> way scarier than like unhinged Max Landis. Like he he feels like the white Lalo Salamanca in this fucking video. Like it's, it, it kind of makes you wonder if like the previous insanity stuff was like him trying to do a bit and like play up how he feels in cuz you know inside he is just like of complete fucking psychopath. Well, like, I, I, be- like, I believe just... him when he says that he was like genuinely like, you know, unhealthy, yeah. like manic, like literally just like a, a manic person yeah. back then. And now he is probably like, you know, very, I, I believe that he is like medicated enough that he doesn't, yeah. isn't going to do that in a YouTube video anymore. Um, what do you think his daily pill regimen looks like? <laughs> heavy. Um, Anti-psychotics that could put down a horse. Yeah, like he can't fit it yeah. in like the, the daily like little container. He has to have like multiple oh, of them. Man. Yeah, no, th- that's the stuff they give the kids in like heavy duty psych wards. Like that, that's the stuff. That's the stuff that can turn a child into a vegetable. <laughs> that's what he has to take now. Like, I wish he was a vegetable. I wish he was in a fucking coma. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. But there is Bright, and Bright yes. is frankly just like, God, man, what what a fucking movie. What a picture. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's, it's insufferable it's, from minute one. I, I yeah, don't know how. Literally from the opening title cards. Literally. Yeah, that's maybe the worst part of the whole movie. Trigger warning entertainment. Yep. Yeah. And then they have, uh, they have in the first, like, five minutes, they have a uh, world building. And it is one uh-huh. of, like, the funniest, like, fat Reddit guy attempts at world building I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, you, for- you forgot what song they play over the world building montage. What do they play? They, they play, like, a Logic song. <laughs> they, they play some conscious hip-hop for the youth. Yeah, I mean, literally the whole, like, the, the Demi bit about, like, Will Smith doing a rap song about an orc cop would have been more fitting over the world building. Yeah. World 100%. building. So it's, it's like they just have logic going, just, like, mumbling and doing, like, the absolute worst white SoundCloud guy music you've ever heard. I, well, I straight up thought it was Lupe Fiasco. <laughs> I, was like, like, I had to run to Spotify and... They tried doing the thing that the Suicide Squad did where it had like a soundtrack that sold more than the movie did, but they got like acts from 2014. The Pompeii guys are on this. Yeah, that's <laughs> real. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was that was they didn't couldn't even get the banger. They couldn't even get yeah. the, oh, that's the so most cool. important would, song. They got one of the lesser known awesome Bastille songs. If they got Pompeii, if they got Pompeii over like a ride along, like it's the video that Thompson did for Drive My Car. Yes, no, that would have been so tight. But no, they just they just got one of his deep cuts, and it is. Yeah. It is Who else is on that soundtrack? It's depressing to see, but the the world building in the first 5 minutes is unbelievable. It's just Oh, it's awful. It's like they they have like um what is it? They just have like you know graffiti on the walls and they say like fuck orcs and elves yeah. are awesome. <laughs> and- There's like seven different like Rodney King homages in uh, the first ten minutes of the movies. No, you're no, but you're right. It is like it's very heavy-handed in that stuff. Um, my favorite, yeah. yeah, the graffiti specifically is really stupid in a way that is like, who wrote this? Because no one would ever write this on something. <laughs> my favorite yeah, one is exactly. in the, there's a scene where they're in a bathroom, and on the, like the wall behind them, someone has written, um, "I love orcs." Quote, and then it's credited to nobody. orcs rule (laughs) it's like at that level kill elf people (laughs) yeah they put latina tweets and then it's just like a like a you know elves and then the the arrows going towards (laughs) (laughs) living for 1000 years hits different (laughs) oh god dude the 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 soundtrack for this it's it's like a great, it's like all of the fucking just like backwash of the 2010 showed up. They've got yeah. Logic, Bastille, uh, Machine Gun Kelly, X Ambassadors, BB Rexha, uh, Ty Dolla Sign, Migos, Marshmallow, Meek Mill, <laughs> Snoop Dogg. I mean, Snoop Dogg is like, was a legend at one point, but now he is like a prostitute. Uh, he's, Lil- yeah, he's like a Reddit rapper. He's like. Portugal the Man. Even- Alt J, there's a Neil Young song on this for some reason. That, <laughs> you, for, you forgot that the, the Steve Aoki who was like, you yeah, know, like the 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 DJ that your dad can get into. The literally the only person on here who has any like clout remaining is like Lil Uzi Vert and maybe Future. That's about it. That's like the only yeah. people, and you can get Future to show up on anything. <laughs> <laughs> that is not an oh, impressive poll. Oh, Migos and Marshmallow. Jesus, you couldn't fucking... You had to pull my teeth out to get me to listen to that. I've actually heard the yeah. Meek Mill song on this album before. It's okay. Yeah, the, um, the, the Migos and Marshmallow is like the 2017 version of when Imagine Dragons and Kendrick Lamar did that song at the Grammys together. It is. Oh, God. You know, you they probably asked Imagine Dragons for a song in this and... They were like, no, we're too, we're too big for this. Yeah, you could, you we know, did Suicide Squad. Yeah, we, no, we have, some, <laughs> we have. Some you can't class. get the real. You can't get the real Imagine Dragons. You got to get Portugal the Man. Yeah, you got to get X Ambassadors. Yeah, no, the the discount fucking the Nissan version of <laughs> Imagine Dragons. Oh, but no, the the world building is awesome, and they have a, <laughs> the the first moment, the first of many moments in this, which were just like a pure adrenaline shot was they have a uh they have in the background joe rogan as himself interviewing an orc separatist it's unbelievable these orcs man tell me about them yeah (laughs) yeah it's okay okay for starters joe okay if orcs are black people in this movie which they they are supposed to be if uh-huh. orcs are black people in this, um, uh, Joe Rogan doesn't really interview like black nationalists. I don't think like that's not his not really. Scene. I think he had Tariq or something at some. He point. might have like Tariq on at one point, but like yeah, t- yeah, the, like he he's not he's not having. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he has Nation of Islam guys on his show or whatever. No, the closest thing he gets is like Kanye. Yeah. It would be sick if he got Judge Joe Brown on his show, though. That would be an oh, interview man. for the ages. That would be, that yeah. would it would, it would <laughs> yeah, be sick no. if he got an actual Nation of Islam guy, and he just begins every... He makes Joe begin every question with the Honorable Elijah Muhammad prophet. <laughs> <laughs> he would do it. Uh, I think I think Joe yeah, Rogan would come out would. of that interview being a, being a believer. 
Yeah, he no. would he would convert on air. You know, he would say the the prayer that yeah. that gets you. I forget what it's called. Yeah. So this movie's like take on race has been pretty thoroughly picked apart. Like the the corpse has uh-huh. been just ripped apart, picked clean. It is a skeleton in the middle of the road right now uh, by but, someone very close to the heart of gets. Oh, oh yeah, no. This is this is like our greatest hits episode. This is really like. <laughs> This is like all the all of the threads are coming together here. Like every really single is. thing, every single thing we have ever tried to touch upon and get cynical is all just merging into this one great nexus point. And and you know what? I gotta say, she wasn't what? wrong. She wasn't, she wasn't wrong. wrong. She was spitting. It was it was the easiest possible layup she could have gotten. A yeah. <laughs> like uh, this was not an easy movie this was not a difficult movie to take to task for racism this was not, not like all. no like a fucking moron could tell that this movie is wildly racist and insensitive but yes they do a diversity training joke in the first five minutes they do like, a you're couple not, yeah. you're not getting they do a couple yeah um, yeah. You're not getting uh, uh, sort of like high uh, esoteric you know like it's it's so weird because shit. like it, so the whole thing in the movie is supposed to be that like the orcs are supposed to be you know black people basically in the sort of racial metaphor of the yes. movie but also yeah. like well two things one black people still exist in the movie so it creates this very yeah, weird yeah. And, like, <laughs> and it it implies that human history has gone more or less the same yeah so you have to assume that slavery also happened. Yeah, like they had, they Which had is, like, they have like Will Smith is a cop, but he lives in the hood, and there's like a bunch of guys yeah. with like forties and do rags next to him. Yeah, when he's exactly. just like, <laughs> but then like, they later they come across like a bunch of orcs who were like doing the exact same thing, basically. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's, it's the it's the thesis of this movie that like black people weren't oppressed, but they just would do that anyways without. <laughs> I would like, like to think. I would like, like to think that, that slavery also again? happened, but like they were also being racist to orcs during it. You know, they're like, yeah, you know, <laughs> black people, but also at least you're not an orc, man. Like that's yeah, that's how they got. That's how they sold people on integration. They were like, <laughs> hey, we'll keep the orcs. They literally, out. they literally integrated black people by like humanness <laughs> in this yeah. universe. They're like black people in this universe are like the Irish. It's, <laughs> yes. it's, they became <laughs> humans too because they became of orcs. Honorary. <laughs> yeah, no. It's so funny that there's also like like the cops are racist. Well, then, but... like what what the fuck are fairies in this universe? Because like, yeah, they have the scene where like fairies are like living creatures in this universe. Are they like supposed to be animals? But I think I guess because be, it's like... legal to kill them. Yeah, like like Will Smith just kills one and then just shouts, "Fairy lives don't matter today," which. You know, Max Landis. The, Max, yeah. Max claims to have not. Anyone's ever written. He claims to have not yeah. written that line, which is what other great part. Which of that you video. know what? I believe him. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. if there's any person in Hollywood who was more fucking stupid and useless than Max Landis, it is fucking <laughs> David Ayer, the director of this movie. Yeah. He oh, is. One hundred percent. And he's like a perfect match for Max because, like, he understands. Max what makes chose Max... David Ayer, according yeah. to yeah. him, which is crazy. Well, David Ayer, like, he's like David Fincher and Aaron Sorkin, where it's like he understands what makes this guy tick better than he does. And so David Ayer <laughs> brought out the inner Max Landis of it all. And I think that if it weren't so widely ridiculed, I, I think that if this movie got a better reception, uh, Max Landis would have wished he wrote the Fairy Lives Don't Matter Today line. Because it, it, it oh, feels 100%. like it feels like something he would say. And if the like tone deaf racial commentary in like Chronicle is anything to go by, like that that's that's pure him. But mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's God, imagine imagine waking up in the morning and being like, Oh god, I really gotta write this script for David Ayer. Yeah, and you don't just you don't just hurl yourself out of. It is really funny that he's like, it is, yeah, this is like the biggest script he's ever written. And he's like, I gotta get fucking, you know, it's like, um, yeah, you, <laughs> the director of End of Watch. That's who. That's yeah. my dream yeah. director that's for my Star chose Wars. It. It's oh, it's insane. He's like, yeah, I was watching End of Watch. <laughs> I was just blown away at how human it is. <laughs> yeah. 
it's it's really just like that's that's your guy you know like max landis probably could have gotten someone like a big name on this to at least like oh yeah debase themselves a little bit like i don't know like he probably could have gotten ron howard or something you know ron howard yeah is, one of the john wick guys or something. that's what that's uh, john thing, wick that's what he says in the video he says that the john wick guys almost made uh mr right um so he did want to work with them yeah Oh he could have gotten God. he could have gotten the bad one of the two. He could have just <laughs> yeah, the, cl- the club scenes would have been more annoying in this movie. Yeah, no, there would have been a really sick badass tracking shot during one of the fight scenes. <laughs> I think oh, they would have boy. had a good good <laughs> action and they the would have been chair. good like those movies are. You you're both being very mean to the John Wick guys. No, I love the John Wick movies. But the thing is, I credit the good guy <laughs> Oh no! Stoyalski, <laughs> sure. yeah. and not the guy who made Bullet Train, Atomic Blonde, Deadpool Two, and Hobbs and Shaw. I like, I like Atomic Blonde. Um, that's 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 about it. That's uh, you can yeah. you can have the rest of those though. I, I, yeah. No fucking. No, I am not being mean to uh, Chad Stoyalski, who his name is very fitting of the two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no, um, the 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 other the great reveal in this movie. Is that um, <laughs> Joel Edgerton <laughs> plays Nick Jack J- Jacoby Jacoby? Jacoby. He was like the yeah Jacoby, who's like the the orc buddy cop in this. And yes. there's the reveal halfway through. Cole, do you wanna do you wanna walk us through this reveal? Uh, he did a Trayvon Martin, but justified, but he didn't shoot the guy. Oh no, um, the other reveal, the other reveal. Oh, that he's unblooded. Wait, what's the? He's unblooded. He's the yeah. Orc. He's <laughs> He's not. He is not on phone now. Yeah, no. He is the orc. He is literally an orc light skin. That is like <laughs> yeah. in this movie. That is the twist halfway through. I want to know so much more about this world. Are there snow elves? That, like, <laughs> they, they go orc. <laughs> they, they got like 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 little like fucking. They get bones through their nose. <laughs> Instead of septum rings, with the queen of spades tattoo. Be. Yeah, they got like a they got like an orc snapback or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah orc cookie monster. They have, they have, instead of the queen of spades tattoo, they got like a black battle axe tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, orc. Yeah, no, I think this movie's got some really fascinating stuff, and the funny, the, also the funniest part of this film racial politics is that it's implied that the tier below orcs is latinos <laughs> is latinos who are also orcs are also culturally latino in this movie it's really yeah. like they go to like punk shows yeah no <laughs> that would be so great if they had all the orcs at a morrissey show <laughs> they could have gotten the actual morrissey for this no but it's <laughs> he would have. He loves this movie. No, he he yeah, he no. likes it because it's racist. That's why he yeah, would have no, done it. Yeah. He would have understood immediately. Yeah, no, it's uh because Morrissey is like racist to black people, but he's more racist to Latinos. I think. <laughs> I think. I think he's got he's got this very specific type of like Anglo-Saxon racism. But no. Yeah, if, if the orcs were Chinese, he would be all over this movie. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like unbelievable and like they have like some shit they have a line tossed in and um you know they have uh you know the orcs just like oh they never trust an orc and then there's like a like um what is it a latino cop who's just like oh, don't don't look at me mexicans still get shit for the alamo 150 years how did later. the alamo happen in this universe okay yeah well one yeah the alamo still happened in this universe okay and like two um dude does Max Landis and or David Ayer think that the reason why anti-Hispanic and anti-Latin racism exists is because of the Alamo? Like, is that like yeah. the number one cause of all of this? Who is getting pissed about the Alamo in California? What? Yeah. Is, is uh, Sheriff Joe Arpaio torturing people God. in a cell because of the Alamo? Is that what's going no, on he's, here? He's a bright and he has a magic wand. Yeah. <laughs> And he, he uses it to like to make Mexicans' heads explode or whatever. Oh God, yeah, no the no the the universe of this movie is unbelievable. It's just beyond compare. 
I want to read Max Landis' lore bible for, for the bright verse. Yeah, no, I mean, he pitched this and he said that he, quote, fleshed out the world a lot more and did more to, like, <laughs> make the, like, you know, he said in his pitch, like, he gave, like, a whole lore dump to the audience about how this would work. And I got to say, Netflix, aside from... Man. Yeah, and aside... As, Aside from, like, imagine being the person at Netflix who has to, like, sit there and nod while Max Landis is like, and, and, and here's, here's, here's the greatest part, you know, slavery still existed in this universe, but, but the orcs are even lower than that. They were beneath the slaves. And so in a way, in a way, you know, there was this battle 500 years ago, which, which helped, which helped, which helped black people integrate into humanity. And then they, they became this in, in adjacent, what well, they were adjacent to orcs. Can I have $3.7 million, please? You <laughs> please. Just, and they're like, just, yes. Yes. Okay, sure. Get out of my office, please. <laughs> Stop Stranger trying to molest the water the fountain. Air, we have unlimited money. <laughs> yeah. It's, it is really funny, by the way, that this please. movie does the fucking, um, the Zootopia thing where it's like, in my racism metaphor, it has to be justified because yeah. the minority race did something bad a long time ago. It's like. Yeah, that's, see, that's, it's just so fucking crazy. It's like the only way you could conceive of racism existing is because white people are really mad at black people for a historical crime? <laughs> like, question mark? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's oh, so... Everything about this movie is fascinating. Are there yeah. whites? There's, there's white. There has to be white supremacists in this universe. What do yeah. they think of the L? Are they also like? Are they cool? Because the elves yeah. look white as shit. How are you going to be a so... white supremacist when elves exist? They're clearly like yeah. they are clearly superior. No, what? <laughs> it's are the elves supposed to be like Jewish and Asian in this universe? Like they're the I little think so the elf city kind of looks like Hong Kong or fucking like you know they call China. it they call it Elf Town like it's supposed to be Chinatown. Yeah. Okay. So the elves are Chinese Jews in this. <laughs> 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 There is, and I uh, said that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There are Asian elves in the movie. Yeah, they all the elves in this look awesome. They look like airbrushed to shit. Like they literally like yeah. they've got the yassified filter on top of them. It, it looks like if you've ever tried to use like Korean Snapchat. <laughs> yeah, no. Where it, it, it turns you into like a Nordic alien. <laughs> yeah, no. It's like it's like what happens when you run yourself through the white face app filter. <laughs> I, I gotta say, I've never gotten that result, but yeah, that might no. just be you, Spencer. Yeah, no. I, if you if you double white yourself, then all of a sudden you start <laughs> you glowing. Oh, okay. There we go. Yeah, no. <laughs> Oh man! I, so, I thought that was just my my fucking Netflix or something fucking up. No, they, this movie has the most busted lighting I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. It's like, so bad. The, the 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 lighting situation in this whole movie is like beyond compare. Like the, the also like you know you have the elves that are like you know shimmering and glowing, and then you have like the they're sort of like wading their feet into like the A24 like bichromal lighting that would become yeah. in vogue. But most of this is just like dark as shit. Like it's just it's like, like <laughs> it's like all the cop stuff was trying to be John Wick, you know, where it's all this like, you know, organic lighting. Um and then the rest of the film is trying to be, yeah, like an A20, like fucking, uh, like the Neon Demon or something. Yeah, so you got that, and then you just got like the Suicide Squad gray on black look throughout too. Yep. It's just like oh, a man. mishmash of every trendy style in the 2010s is here. It's This is like, this movie is genuinely like one of the defining texts of the 2010s in its own weird way. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think you kind of have to look at this movie in the same way, like... I don't know. I'm trying to think of like another famous like nine car pileup from decades before. I mean, the the go to example would be like Showgirls, but Showgirls is a fantastic fucking movie. Showgirls that, is good. Yeah, that's a great movie. Uh, but like in, in a way, both of those movies represent the hedonism and excess of their eras, and they were all also propelled by Wonderkind screenwriters. So. I don't know. The comparison is there, even though it hurts to slander one of my favorite movies. Yeah. It was also, remember, okay. it was also a streaming movie, another way that it, you know, defines that yeah. decade. And it was clearly, yep. like, a lot of fucking algorithmic concept mashup uh, that, yes. you know, present here. Um, 
there's like fucking if you go on Netflix and search bright it also comes up with like a series of music videos for the soundtrack that you could like which of course you would all that's where you go to yes. watch music videos is Netflix um yeah I, I always do that myself let me see who they have here boy uh th- there's also a bright anime that's trying to be like uh like when that like Sekiro like I mean it's still kind of popular now but that like Castlevania uh, anime yeah, Castlevania anime, but it's trying to be like authentically Japanese. And I think the orcs are like black Japanese or something. I don't know. I saw an orc with like a. a I watched. Like a I watched the trailer for that, and it seems like it's just the same plot as Bright, but like in feudal Japan. It's see like really weird. Like I don't. I maybe there's something different in the movie, but why did you make this? It's just you just remade Bright. Yeah. One thing I want to talk about is uh, Will Smith. Who, you know, this is Will Smith. This is seven years. No, no. Twelve years after his music career ended. Mm -hmm. This is three years after After Earth. This is far beyond. His star has fallen considerably now. He is not at the stage of his career where he would, you know, draw controversy by doing that horrific thing at the Academy Awards. But it it felt like at this point (laughs) his star could truly go no lower. And... It's so sad to see a fucking aging Will Smith to try and coast off the Independence Day charm while he's in his 40s or 50s. He does like six one-liners every single time he And none of them work. They all clap. None of them work. This movie has like a really grim and dark tone. Like it's like very menacing, but it feels like was like, yeah, we need some of that Will Smith spunk in this picture. And then they, they just do it in Suicide Squad too, but it actually kind of works in that because well, I, I, I mean, well, more so than brought like Will Smith is actually like gets laughs in the Suicide Squad movie. A lot of them are like you know because he's just it's fucking Will Smith in this cape shit movie. But here, I don't know, man. He is he's not even like it, like it's de- it's it's like you said it's depressing watching yeah. him have to like act his way through this well one of the one of the most defining moments for me is when they're they're driving around together and they're having a little bit of banter and uh you know jacoby plays his he plays some orcish music which is just death metal <laughs> or hardcore punk yeah and he's like yeah turn off this orcish shit and he says this is a beautiful orcish love song and you know that's like not a bad premise for like a bit, you know, like, haha, orcish music, like, or even our love songs sound really violent and intense. And then Will Smith fires back. Yeah, that's a love song in prison. <laughs> oh, man. I forgot uh, about that. Yeah, he's playing like a, it's weird, his character. He's playing like a pull up your pants black guy, but he also <laughs> like is getting raped. I mean, it's it's a very real thing of like, you know, a black guy that's trying to fit into white society and then everyone else is just being horribly racist to him for, like, you know, not wanting to completely throw other minorities under the bus. But, like, I didn't need this in my Dungeons & Dragons movie. Yeah, no. It... You know who's good in this movie is Joel Edgerton yeah. as Jacoby. Yeah. He's, like... He's not bad. He, he's sell- they, there's he's a, bad. They're like, one of the one of the few moments in this movie that actually made me laugh is... Early on, another cop like shows him another orc's like mugshot or something, and just it's just like, "Hey, is that your cousin?" And he just goes, he just looks and he goes, "No." Like, <laughs> I think <laughs> yeah, I think Edgerton like really sells like the sort of kind of like just likable dope orc, <laughs> which yeah. is a, yeah. admittedly kind of a funny idea for a character. Yeah, I thought I, that they were gonna go so much more fish out of water with it than they actually did, which I I do enjoy that he is uh, he's intelligent, like he speaks like Orcish and Elvish and all this. Fuck this movie! I'm not complimenting. What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> what I what love, the fuck am I doing? <laughs> I love the um, yeah, uh, God, the the. <laughs> it, it's it's he, he he's very good in the role. He uh-huh. he like he. He, I don't know. It's funny, like the comedic aspects, you know, that Will Smith is like sweating bullets to sell by tossing off all of these just pathetic one-liners and still trying to be the fucking oh, Fresh man. Prince. And Joel Edgerton is like getting all these laughs just by being kind of meek and dopish and very harmless. It's, <laughs> it's, it's very funny. Yeah. Meanwhile, Will Smith is uh, has a line. He says, um, uh, "Do orcs have mad ops? Are they ballers?" 
That's, oh, that's another line. I, for- <laughs> I yeah. forgot about this one. Oh, I wrote man. that one down as well. Um, yeah. I also wrote down just before this is like how the racism that Jacoby experiences is occasionally like like mild and playful and when they're trying to sell it is like horrific like at one point the other cops put a kick me sign on his back and this is supposed to it's like yeah i think you can have him experiencing something a little more severe in this situation yeah yeah and well, they is, do right before the scene where they take him to a beating they, they make him witness like a they, they fucking blood him in yeah it, yeah no they, they like make him watch a beating they try to frame him they try to like you know they do try to murder him, crime later, that's on him. true yeah, and then like, That's and then true. halfway they have like, you know, it's like, yeah, we're gonna kick your ass in Calvin Ball, buddy. <laughs> like, <it's, laughs> they just just they try to do the gullible is on the ceiling shit with him. <laughs> it's it's just confused. And finally, we got to talk about the third protagonist about this movie, which oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> you gotta go, buddy. <laughs> I'm gonna if this is the last thing uh, I do. <laughs> This uh, is pedophile bait, right? Like this yeah, is Yeah, oh yeah. Absolutely. This is infinite This is infinitely more pedophilic than any like anime that's called like my sister's breasts are not modest at all. <laughs> like this is Yeah, it's This is so much more pedophilic than the most depraved lolicon shit in the world. It is What is it? No. Yeah, she is Yeah, she's not in even infantilized. She's just like portrayed as like I don't know. I mean, she kind of is infantilized, but she's also like hyper and also has like slightly yeah. mentally challenged energy about yeah. her. Like there's, she, it's, she's, it's a she's really like bad combo. It's it's weird. It's just like <laughs> yeah. unsettling. Yeah, she's she's unbaptized. <laughs> yeah, she's, it's, she's it's, like um, it was, yeah. I like the con- just the whole convenience store scene. I was like, this is disgusting. Like, yeah, like wh- what if what if Gollum was a Lolita? Is the is the vibe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The vibe for her, she's just like feral and like shaking. It's like, it's it, it's it's really unsettling. And thankfully, there's no like sexual tension with her or anything. Although there is, there is a really suspect moment where like they're carrying her. They're going on an or escort mission with the with the elf, and Joel Edgerton uh-huh. like kisses her on the head or whatever. And it's like, yeah. I know that's meant to be friendly, but like. Man, yeah, it, it it feels wrong. It's sus. Yeah, yeah. Get away it's, from her. What it's like one of those videos of like Joe Biden like smelling someone's hair. Like it, it's yeah, it, it, it is it exactly that vibe. It doesn't feel right. It, I don't like looking at it. Anyways, so the action in this movie is like equally schizophrenic to everything else in this. You know, you have. You have like you do have sort of a tracking shot at one point. It's only like thirty seconds, but it like follows them running away from somewhere. Uh, they have like some like two thousand style Sin City action at some point. Yeah, there's like weird fucking um, slow mo sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah, it looks like a corn music video. At certain <laughs> points. This movie has like four antagonists too, which yeah. is and in, in, so there's like the. There's the magic feds, which are like the bait and switch antagonists, where it's like, haha, turns out they're like, you know, morally gray. And then yeah. there's the the cops. Um, and then there's the elves. And then there's Mexicans. Yeah. There's yeah, there's eight different fucking bad guys in this. And the the, the grand the big bad is like a female elf who wants to bring the Dark Lord or whatever. And yeah. There's a magic wand in this universe, which is clearly just supposed to be the ring of power. Yeah. And the magic wand can, uh, only a few can wield it. But if you can wield it, you can get anything you want. And that, those are brights. But if you can't wield it, it just vaporizes you instantly. Yeah. There's a really and, stupid bit of, like, a great example of why Max Landis is a bad storyteller um, is in the setup for this, where they talk about how, and again, first of all, the, the, the Jewish metaphor, they talk about, have you ever wondered why every bright is an elf? <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. and then, but then someone they, is, it's like, I, someone is like, oh, but you, the caption should have like triple parentheses. <laughs> around, around have you ever tried counting to six million in Elvis? Um, uh, it's crazy how no elves died when the Dark Lord <laughs> showed up. <laughs> hey, have you seen the video of the dancing elves? <laughs> <laughs> Did 9-11 happen in the Brightverse? Like, 
Could yeah. they just magic the planes away? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I don't know what I was even fucking saying. Um, you were talking about the elf metaphor where they were talking about, like, you know how there's right. no human elf. Yeah, but then bright. they say that, like, uh, oh, but there are some human brights, but it's one in a million. So you think, obviously, that where the story is going the entire time, you're like, oh, the orc cop is going to be the bright. Like, it's right. Like, he's going to be the chosen one, uh-huh. the only orc yeah. who could wield magic. But it just it turns out to just be Will Smith <laughs> for, like, yeah. no, seemingly yeah. no reason. Yeah, <laughs> it's just because they need to give him something to do. Like, yeah, yeah. I get. I think that's probably true. I think because they're whole, Other than, you know, yeah. they keep talking about the orc cop, like he's the chosen one in the prophecy, and he like rises from the dead, but like he doesn't actually do anything after that. Yeah, they also never explain the the prophecy. They're just like you're fulfilling it, bro. And that's the funniest thing, though. The like the beginning of the movie has a title card, and it says like. It has a quote that's like, one day the chosen one will arise, and it just credits it yeah. to the prophecy. Yeah, or it's like yeah, prophecy I'm, 514. I forgot about that because I was I was bleeding from the nose after I saw Trigger Warning Entertainment. <laughs> Trigger Warning Entertainment is kind of hard to forget about. Like that is yeah. that is unbelievable that it's just right it's there. On, it's yeah. on like beat typewriter yeah. animation too. It looks like that like conservative movie studio that did like Run Hide Fight or whatever. Yes. Like yes. <laughs> I you is know this the, the only trigger warning entertainment film. That's you know a the great Daily question. Wire. The Daily Wire has been getting into like making real movies. Like they made one with Vincent Gallo recently and this would be a Daily Wire certified classic. This would oh, be Oh, they would love that shit. Yeah, no. Uh <laughs> I want. I want to see the Daily Apparently Wire. A bright the Daily Wire in development. Oh, it's done. No, for that's it. canceled. No, absolutely canceled. not. Um, I mean, yeah. they did. They announced one because it was so such a big like hit, and I think Max Landis even then, says in the he even says in the oh yeah, it's like one of Netflix's most viewed movies, according to them. Acor- well, I mean, exactly right. They say they say every new movie of theirs is the most viewed one. So you yeah, have to take yeah, it with a grain yeah. Of salt. Y'all seen Bird Box? <laughs> The movie that 17 trillion people have seen. Yeah. Uh, no, but Bright is one of their, mo- was a, you know, somewhat successful property for them. I could see it, honestly. Like, if you're not, like, plugged in to the world, I could imagine, like, your uncle liking this or whatever. Oh, yeah. Trigger Warning Entertainment appears to not exist anymore. Like, it, what? it's not yeah, on I'm... the IMDb page for this movie. I'm, huh. I can't find it either. I'm trying to. What the fuck? What is it? Oh, I see it. I see it on the Wikipedia page. Okay. Oh, boy. I wonder if that was just Max's fucking, like, you know, his quote unquote production company. And of course, we don't see see it. It doesn't exist anymore because he doesn't make movies anymore. That's true. Yeah, I think it it was literally just like, you know, the name of his lawyer or whatever that took (laughs) over the Netflix contract. Yeah, no. As a matter of fact, they, they wanted Max Landis gone so much, they paid him. Like they paid him for the sequel, according to him, and then they like they paid him for the sequel script and then never made it, which is kind of pathetic for every single person involved. Yeah, that's but, so. Yeah, God, dude, how do you not like? Uh, how do you not just fucking quit at your job? Like, you know, like, I mean, I've, I've seen good screenwriters be like, "Damn, I don't know if I'm I'm good or whatever," but this fucking loser is like, "I'm God's gift to humanity." Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's it, it's it's bad, and also I have to say, recurring feature that we talk about on Get Cynical Movies. There's like 18 climaxes in this. You have the one in the oh, orc so castle, yeah. the orc castle where Jacoby gets shot and then resurrected by the by the the uh, the the child bride uh, elf, <laughs> and then they have like another one at the elf compound where there's like a big shootout. There, then I think there's like a shootout with the Latino gang earlier. Like they have the fucking Salamanca's yeah. firing guns club at them. Shootouts. There is yeah, no, like what no. after another. <laughs> yeah. The the gang the the Cholo gang is also called Altamira, and I couldn't find any like references to Los Angeles in yeah. Altamira, and it it earnestly makes me terrified that Max Landis might be like a, a closeted Steely Dan. Oh head. god, yeah. I mean, yeah. Altamira's in Spain. That's so funny. Altamira's in fucking Spain. <laughs> I, I, that's, I hope that's, that that's not why he chose that's yes. not Mexico, man. That's an entirely <laughs> different country. <laughs> no, all those guys that were born in Spain. 
<laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, all those Latinos I'm sure that were the guy born in, in Spain. The was white. Like, yeah. uh... That character's name is Poison, by the way. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. all those Chicanos that were born in <laughs> that were born in Barcelona. <laughs> yeah, no, that, those guys. Yeah, those those all those people that are trying to immigrate to the United States from Madrid. Yeah, no, that's that's what's going on here. <laughs> that's um, such a funny. See. Who played Poison? It was an uh, actually Hispanic actor. Damn. Okay. They've also got um. They've got some incredible casting in this. They've got Margaret Cho as one of the corrupt yes. LAPD officers. That's one of the best parts of this is that they have like the most racially diverse LAPD in the world. Yeah. Like they it's, have. Yeah, because they solved racism. Yeah, human racism yeah, doesn't exist racism. anymore because it all just got like transferred outwards to the fantasy races. How does money exist in this universe? They also imply that elves are like Korean. I think, I mean, we already talked about how like elves are supposed to be Japanese, yeah. but they have a line about like elves are profiting off our community or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> They've got elven archers on the rooftop during riots. Yeah, they, <laughs> damn, I hate, I hate when I go to a, when I go to an orc community and I see an elf uh, grocery store at the corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, those elves are marking up the price of all those cigarettes. <laughs> Damn, I hate when an elf when an elf says "fuck you, no pay." <laughs> yeah, I hate it when elves always charge me twenty dollars for a pint of mead. Um. <laughs> we also it's it's weird. They imply other like fantasy races exist, but we don't. Like, what the fuck are the dwarves doing? You know, what yeah. Are the... Well, can get Peter doing bright bright too probably. I imagine yeah, would have yeah. explored that. Like. How can they get more racist than they are to like dwarves, like to than to orcs in this movie? Probably make them like, like Slavic or something. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> they have like dwarf balkanization. <laughs> That'd be so tight if they had like like dwarfs. There was like eight different like nationalist groups of dwarves that all hate each other. <laughs> Oh, man. They got like Serbian dwarves, Croatian dwarves, Bosnian dwarves, <laughs> Albanian dwarves. What would be the Greek um, dwarves? What would be the what would be the race that's like um adja- that's like adjacent enough to being white and is basically white, so everyone agrees it's okay to be racist to them? Like Italians, like Italians. It's Who would hobbits. be the Italians hobbits. of the fantasy? Hobbits, yeah, it would hobbits. be hobbits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They would call them like they would call them like short stack, and because they don't like mine gold or whatever. Big feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They just you know get the... drunk in their dirt houses and fucking yeah. dead. Hey, I'm a hobbit. I I eat a nine meals. Oh, like that. Oh, yeah. Really, really funny anti uh, anti hobbit humor you would see everywhere. Yeah, that, would, no. that, that would be all the. All the cool, bright socialists. But for real, though, for real, though, you can't get good pizza outside of the Shire. You can't get good pizza outside of the Shire. Damn. You just, you, it's, 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 it's in the water. It's in the water, yeah. It's in the water. Yeah. Yeah, meanwhile, if you want a good bagel, you got to go to Elf Town for that. That's true. Yeah, man, no. what do you think? Man, what do you think's you know, going on you know in Elf when you Israel? You see an orc with his shirt off at the grill <laughs> in Elf Israel. Yeah, dude, can you imagine just like the the Elf IDF archers? That they <laughs> oh my god, just they've fucking obliterate! Yeah, they're all bright, so they're just nuking power. They're just casting the magic <laughs> on the West Bank. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no. Dude, Elf Israel's got to be fucked, man. <laughs> oh, man. Can you imagine like, the like elf- a Palestinian kid picks up a Harry Potter book and his whole fucking village just gets wiped off the map? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, my God. They're like, they just launch a catapult at Elf Israel and then they, like, cast, like, the most <laughs> evil spell in the world at the. <laughs> They, ca- they cast that war spell that just nukes the house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The, I bet the uh, I bet the Elf MDMA they sell at Elf Israel goes crazy. Though. <laughs> Imagine how good that shit is. Imagine how good the fucking so cool elf, elf ecstasy is. If elves dress like like fucking Israelis and they're wearing like tight ass Abercrombie <laughs> and bitch jeans, and they've shit. got like mithril capris. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Uh, I should have made the elves more Jewish. I would love if, like, the, the magic cop is like, "Oh, I can't go after Will Smith because of my allergies." <laughs> the elves are just always getting sick. 
I mean, I guess we do kind of see that when, like, the... The, 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 the elven the woman. The pedophile bait, yeah. She she gets AIDS from hanging around an orc for too long. Why the fuck did she get that? I think it was from using the magic. She just no, she's Jewish. She just has a stomach ache. It's that that's her problem. Yeah. The whole movie. Oh, okay. The elven yeah. the elven woman are like I, I, I'm just so worried about the the wand. It, it something bad could happen to it. <laughs> oh my god! Your father was so much more of a bright. <laughs> Damn, you, you know Elf Steely Dan probably fucking goes. Yeah. They're stealing all that orcish music. They're stealing all that orcish music. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh god. Okay. One more thing I wanted to touch upon for this fucking movie is the goddamn score, dude. Hans Zimmer ruined music. Yeah. This is like... Was this, it a Hans Zimmer joint? God no, damn it. It's like... It's like Hans Zimmer's like it sounds like eight temp it's probably scores removed. XL. Yeah, it's probably Junkie XL. But it's like you know how like Hans Zimmer gets used as temp scores on every fucking movie, so all the composers yeah. have to match Hans Zimmer, but they don't have all the interns to hit, so <laughs> they have to they have to just like make their own they Hans don't Zimmer. Have all the yeah, no, they don't have... So then they just make, like, fake Hans Zimmer music, and that stuff becomes temp scores. And then all of a sudden, you've got, like, nine degrees removed Hans Zimmer. Like, you've got little brand Hans Zimmer playing over every fucking movie. And this is, like... This is, like, the final form of discount Hans Zimmer music. Like, this is... Damn, if you, they couldn't even get Junkie XL. <laughs> yeah, no. They got the guy who did Spider-Man 3's fucking score. Oh, the replacement Danny Elfman. Oh, that's, that's crazy. They got that yeah, no. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he did, Danny he Elfman. did Monster House, and look, Surf's Up. Look, Danny Elfman is oh like the God. best living film composer, but he will do anything these days. Yeah. He'll show he'll show up on like the bad version of Justice League. He'll show up like on um you know, bullshit. Like he'll show up on whatever garbage Van- Gus Van Sant's making these days. Like he yeah. he's got no standards anymore, and it's so funny you couldn't even get him on Spider Man three. And then this <laughs> this wow. could have been yeah, this, this could have been an guy... Elfman joint. This this does have the energy of a late period Elfman score, but thankfully he was too good for it somehow. This guy pretty much only does, like, direct-to-streaming dogs. Oh, he did End of Watch. Okay. Yeah, he did Premium Rush. He did Zombieland. Classic, like, completely forgotten 2010s movies. Yeah. God damn. All the stars are here tonight. Like, all of the... (laughs) Every every fucking player from the 20s... Every 2010s MVP who's been forgotten. Max Landis, David Ayer, uh, like, you know, all of these people... you're gonna tell me that like Brett Ratner produced this, and I wouldn't. Yeah. Wouldn't fucking... <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, man. They Max got, like, Landis' bust... IMDb photo is scuffed. Holy shit. Yeah. No. He looks so busted. He he looks like he looks a bit better now that he doesn't have like the like dying peacock haircut. But yeah. He he he's he's, he's got it, like you know. He doesn't look like someone that writes movies. Is the thing. Like I buy yeah. that. This this guy who's like pretending to look Jewish. He looks like he looks like the guy at the gym who's got like AirPods locked in and he's like hogging the bench for like three hours despite being like exactly. the skinniest guy in the world. Like he, he he looks like he should be doing like the absolute worst fucking bench presses in the world while listening to like electro swing on his AirPods. That's what he looks like. <laughs> God damn, what a what an incredible movie. Bright I I I'm so happy this movie exists. I think that this is like the this isn't the best Max Landis movie, but this is the one that I think he deserves to be remembered for. God bless 100%. this movie. 100%. This is the true gem of his vision. If you have to only watch one thing by Max Landis, don't watch, you know, Chronicle which is kind of decent. Don't watch, you know, Victor Frankenstein. Watch Bright. Because you'll understand him better than even he does. Yeah. On all the drugs that you can find. And preferably with every single minority that will watch it with you. Yeah, no, get get like get a real fucking like Spanish textbook crew. Get your like Asian homie (laughs) in the wheelchair. Get, you know, all of your friends and they've got like, you know, all of those like golf shirts on. They're all wearing matching khakis. You know, your your crew that looks like it should be posing for a fucking like 
uh, English textbook or whatever. Get them all together and then throw on Bright. Take a few perks beforehand and watch this one. You know what? I think you could learn a thing or two. <laughs> oh, yeah. Goodbye, everyone. Wait, before before myself. we go, I promised Hannah that I would tell this. Um, she's She just wants everyone to know, Hannah, frequent guest on the show, that she stayed up until midnight to watch this, or until 3 a.m. Eastern time to watch this on Netflix when it dropped. Um, she just wanted well, me to share that, that little bit of humiliation. That is a new level of intimacy. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, that's that's incredible. Um uh, Cole, before we go, do you have anything to plug? Uh, I stream on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash Netscape underscore black. Uh, I mostly play Fortnite, but we just, you know, hang out, have a good time. Yep. Uh, I'll talk so- about Bright if you guys pay me. Like, I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll suck to- <laughs> Yeah, no. Check out Cole's streams. Um, otherwise, I've plugged this before, but this is probably going to get a huge Colbert bump from your, your followers. So please listen to A Closer Look. This is a podcast by my good yes. friend Will Sennett. Um, and his buddy Nate Fisher. I did a lot of the music for it. Some of it, some of it was uh, stock music since they needed a shitload of music. But I composed a lot of the in-universe pop songs for that, and some of the background music. So please check that out and uh, hire me to soundtrack your shit. So bye bye everyone. Bye bye.